Sometimes the bro dude comes out running his mouth, and uh, we're gonna keep those receipts. Uh, let's talk about let's talk about how you can't stop some stupid people from saying stupid today on the Lockjaw podcast. You are locked on Bulldogs, your daily podcast on the Georgia Bulldogs, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Hello and welcome to Locked On Bulldogs. He is Daniel. I am Clint. This is part of Locked On Podcast, your team every day, part of Locked On Atlanta. Go follow those guys over there and gals. It's fantastic. We're glad you're here with us today. We are talking bro dude and Barstool Sports and national media guy. We have so much to talk about. I have so <laughs> much to say. The interaction with national media. I want to make sure. So here's, here's what we're going to do. We're going to in three steps. We're going to talk to you about our boy and we're going to give him by name because he deserves mm-hmm. it over at Barstool. Um, if I could find his name, Brandon Walker over at there Barstool. He's there. You he's, are. he's the host of some sort the best wrestling interview in the world. As go he give says. him a listen. Um, go give him a listen, man. Go give, give this man a listen. A listen. This you is what we're trying to know. We sent you. you yes, tell please. Him, Locked please. on Bulldogs sent me. I give him those so clicks. Give him those clicks. clicks. So he needs we're going to talk about Brandon Walker said that our offensive line cannot be better than last year because of our feelings. He said Georgia fans only feel like our mm-hmm. offensive line is going to be oh, better. I do the feel. Second segment, he, I, do, he, I have he nailed that. He did, the he second segment, that. we're going to talk about how he believes we are a top 10 team, but not a playoff team. And we will go 10 and 2 this year as Georgia Bulldogs. 10 and 2. Cool, and then cool, lastly. Cool, 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 cool. He says we can't have a good defense. You can't lose an entire NFL roster on defense and have a good one the next year. We're going to dismantle Brandon and all of his erroneous views and all of his, I'm going to just say, foolish, pathetic national interest who clearly doesn't follow a lick of actual football, but rather Mm -hmm. gets a talking point on his screen and makes Mm -hmm. some conjecture like he's on ESPN college game day making picks with a Mm -hmm. with a famous chef in the background. They don't know Jack. Okay, this is my point. This whole started on Twitter. You can go check the receipts. It was it was disgusting. Daniel. Yeah. Clint's thumbs were working overtime. Really got into some really got into some 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 Twitter beefs. In there, um, I may have jumped in once or twice, but man, I, I can't keep up with my man over there on the on the Twitter these days. If this if this episode of the podcast were uh, a Netflix special, it would be called okay. "The Anatomy of an Idiot." Clint, that's what we're really doing <laughs> here. Yes. It's the it's really we're breaking down. We're going inside an idiot yep. psyche to see what it is that makes them tick. What it is that exactly. makes them so bad at knowing things about the sport that you and I both love, particularly about the team that we love. And listen, it's not his fault for not knowing things. I'm going to say that right up front. It's, it's not, not his fault. Do you know what I don't know a lot about? A lot. Miami Hurricanes situation. I know it's not great, by the way, 
I have I have read some things that let me know that there's an invest there's an F the FBI is now involved. It's not great. No. Okay. Oh no. But I don't know a ton about the Miami Hurricanes because do you know why? I don't follow the Miami Hurricanes. Oh, that's See, why. Therein lies the beauty of the Locked On, not just the Locked On Bulldogs podcast, but the entire Locked On podcast network is if you want to know about the Miami's, well, guess what? Motor on down to Locked On Miami and listen to somebody who actually knows about the Miami Hurricanes talking about them. It's not his fault that's he doesn't know. What is his fault is that he claims to know. And correct, we know that he does that to get to get listens and we've told you georgia fans go listen to him it'll be fun um but we're going to talk about what he said clint and let's start with the offensive line um because it's just it's just our feeling that the offensive line is going to be better is that correct that is that's what was purported and um you see any problem with that argument what was purported was that Georgia fans just simply think their offensive line is going to be better, and you can't do that. You need to back this with cold, hard facts, scientific truth. Mm. Okay, so here's the point. Here's the problem that I have with Brandon. He's coming out here saying your offensive line can't be better than last year at all. And my response to him was, why? He goes, well, you tell me why it's better. And I said, oh, I don't know. Because we're returning a right who is third best in the entire nation at limiting pressures. The first being Jamari Sawyer, who is left tackle. Oh, you want to talk about left tackle? What about the five-star stud who is an NFL-ready talent right now who came in and wrecked Anderson in the national championship game, didn't let him sniff Stetson when he came Neutralized. in to left tackle? Best player in college football, so I've been heard. New Neutralized. So, yeah. so I've been told. Um, Cedric Van yep. Brand, who is all-SEC watch list center, who anchored mm -hmm. an offensive line coming back those are three studs who are back this year then you get okay Tate oh, but that's it is that it oh no no, no it's There's... not oh, okay what if oh. i was to tell you warren erickson who much maligned warren erickson which i don't understand daniel like i he i just i think he performed well enough last year he did let's just ask let me ask you this do you expect warren erickson to be better worse or the same as he was last year do college football players get worse okay. with age is this like the nfl where mm. the later they get in their career the worse they get is that how it is in college clint when people come oh, back really for another year is it are they better worse or the same typically uh typically they are better unless they transfer mm. out of a program because they weren't getting better and getting passed up on the depth chart <laughs> and had to go to a different school to get playing time where have Stop. I that we're not before? talking about them. We're not talking about them right now. We're okay. Not, the, uh, and then, then you get Tate Ratledge back from a season-ending mm -hmm. injury last year, who is the nastiest offensive lineman. I didn't say the most talented. He was a starter nastiest. on this yes. team. He was a starter last year. Now he's had the injury. He's back. He's got another year of camp. He's got another year in the program, another year in the system. And now he comes back. So his backups last year. Uh -huh. We're playing. Correct. So how do we get better than we were last year, Clint? I don't know. Maybe you take out the backups and you put in the guy that was already better than them last year. What if and that's what only that? one that's only at one position. The rest of them, again, Warren Air uh, I'm getting the rest of them are all back. A right tackle who was third best at at not allowing pressures. He's back. He's yeah. he's running it back. Jones is back. Go look at the tape. Mm -hmm. That's why. So, 
And, and, you know, admittedly, what happened to our boy Brandon is he was fighting me this entire time talking about feels. I just simply said, here are all the starters back. And then he said, oh, that's a good point. And I said. And and you said, do you not, you don't know anything about the team. See, that's, that's, that's the confusing that's my part. Point. That's okay. my point. My point is you can't tell me we're not better because you didn't know all that. You should have said. You don't know. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe they will be. Help me out, Georgia fans. And I would have said, no problem. One of us is feeling something and basing our assessment on that. And the other one of us knows something and is basing our assessment Uh, on that's what you're saying, Clint. Let's come back and talk about some more feelings that we have about this Georgia football team. But first, I want to tell you about Bill Barr and Clint. Before I can't even talk to the listeners about Bill Barr. I need to talk to you about Bill Barr. Did you you get the mud pie? Built bars. Uh, they're gone, Daniel. I got the built bars, the mud pies, and they're gone. See, see, one of them immediately consumed. The other, I put it straight in that freezer. I, mm. I said, M dubs, this one's for you. I popped it straight in the freezer. Executive producer intern Michael Secret, take a built bar. They're the tastiest protein bar, by the way, on planet Earth. They come in a wide variety of delicious flavors, the newest of which is mud pie. And if it if you think it sounds good, it is good. It's chocolate. It's marshmallow. It's soft. It's delicious. Um, 100% uh, chocolate on that thing. It is high in protein, high in fiber, low in sugar. Keto approved. Great for whatever diet or meal plan you are on. BuiltBar.com. Enter the promo code LOCKEDON15. That's LOCKEDON15 at BuiltBar.com. You get 15% off your entire order. Get yourself a whole box of these mud pies. Get yourself a variety pack. Get yourself three, five, seven, 12 boxes. Whatever it takes, BuiltBar.com is there for you. The tastiest protein bar on planet Earth, BuiltBar.com. So The Clint, second thing that Brandon, our, our boy, said, Daniel, yeah. was almost, almost as stupid. Some would say... In a big picture sense, more stupid. Yes. Yes. Okay. Yes, I okay. would. In, in, the, now, in the global sense, this is more ridiculous. Here's, here's what I learned before we get into that. We're going to talk about the prediction that Georgia would go 10 and 2, 10 and 2, 10 and 2 in the regular season, and that they would not make the college football playoff. Now, not make the college football playoff. Okay. There's only four teams to make the college football playoff. It's not exactly sure. breaking news that somebody predicts that any team in America would not make the college football playoff. But a 10-2 and two prediction is more or less what I want to talk about. Before I get into that, I learned generally some things from this interaction. And if you're new to Twitter, maybe you're listening to this podcast and you don't have Twitter. First of all, kudos to you. If you don't just have bless the Twitter. Just bless you. Bless you. You are the kind of people that the world needs more of. Yes. Um, here's what I learned about arguing with someone on Twitter. Here's how it works. Okay. If you want a lot of followers and you want to have a lot of influence, this is how you argue with people on Twitter. Okay. Someone says something like there were people who picked Florida ahead of Georgia last year. And then you say, no, there wasn't, not one person in America, not a single one, not one. That's what and we then, have receipts and, that we said. And then, someone, and then someone responds, no, there actually were. And you say, name one. And the person responds, actually, here are about seven 
here are seven or so people that did that. Seven SEC media days, literally seven. And, and you say you're a clown. That that's how you argue with someone on Twitter. <laughs> that's the interaction that took place. That's how, that's how it literally went. Play by play. And I go, yep. I don't know what to do now because you asked me I to don't. do the thing. I, and I, I did the thing. I did. And then I you're did like, the oh, thing. he's a clown. And this, well, this idiot over here. He's clown. He's, uh, no, okay. you're, you're the clown that doesn't know how to actually communicate and converse. And I've kept receipts. We're all going to keep receipts. We're coming back for you in December. This is the 10 and 2 comment, Daniel. And the 10 and 2 comment. Let's talk about Kelly. Let's talk about Kelly Ford, who I don't know. Do you know this? Thank you. Do you know this Kelly Ford? He puts out some ratings, some rankings every year. He's a stats guy. He's an analytics guy. Um, He's a great follow. K Ford ratings on Twitter. If you're not over there, he will not get into an argument with you where he where he curses at you for no reason. Um, He's good. He's a very smart head on his shoulders. So we're not going to go to like dog stats or somebody that that's going to be biased and that's going to be supportive. Let's go to a national observer of college football, Kelly Ford. And lo and behold, who does he say it is has the highest expected win rate of any team in college football? Tied with Ohio State, two teams at Tied, the top. Yeah. No teams. one has a higher expected win rate than, lo and behold, it's the University of Georgia. And the, the median expected win rate, Clint, is 11. There is, oh, according, to, according to Kelly Ford, a 74% chance that Georgia wins at least 11 games next year. Huh. So, I don't know. You could call me an idiot for saying that Georgia's going to go undefeated again. You sure. could say, I don't know, something like it's very hard to go undefeated two years in a row in college football. Well, these are true things. Okay. That's true. But let me just stop you right there. That's like saying it's very hard for the roulette wheel to come down on black two times in a row. But when the also roulette hard. wheel, Clint, has already come down on black once, and then you spin it again, uh-huh. they're not that bad that it's going to happen again. Also, I don't know if you know this, but college football is not roulette, Clint. No. It's a competitive sport where football players play against each other. And when you have better football players, look at any recruiting rankings over the last four years, when you have better football players than every other school in college football, and you don't play the school that's next in line or next in line, or next wow. in line, or next in line, or next, or next, or next, or next, or next, or next, or next. You don't play any of those schools in the regular season. All of a sudden, we're not really spinning a roulette wheel anymore, Clint. No, sir. We're, it's almost like we're better. We have better players. Continually. The, so it's not it's not stick that Georgia would would go undefeated two years in a row. In fact, according to people who actually look at it and look at the numbers and, and make these uh, uh, educated objective assessments, it's a three out of four chance that Georgia wins 11 or more games. 11 games. And that's what's ridiculous is 
is the understanding. I get it. Yes, it seems improbable. But every single time yes. you flip a quarter, Daniel, it's the same odds the next time that you flip the quarter as it was before. Yeah. No matter your feeling on five heads in a row, you're like, oh, it's got to be tails this time. No, it has the same exact odds as it has before. College football, just because you don't think, oh, you, you last year's success, you can't repeat it. Well, what do you mean by last year's success, you can't repeat it? Of course you can. Check out dynasties. Check out why do you think Alabama's going to be in the playoff every single year for the past six years? Why do you think? It, it's, were they in the playoff last year? Oh, they were. They're they, Alabama they and we're we're Georgia and they're Alabama. That's why. It probably That's isn't why. because they have better players than all the teams that they play and are and well coached that way. Well, and coached are ready to go every week. And now oh look at Georgia. We're no, talking the regular season, Clint. We're talking the regular season. Like, who does Georgia play? <laughs> that you're. Yeah. How are you gonna? I understand it's Kentucky hard to win twelve games. Tennessee. What you're telling me, Brandon, and is you think we're and Oregon? Okay, you're gonna you're gonna say we're using two out of three of those. Two out of three? I'm sorry. Okay, that's okay. fine. But again, and one of the points that he said is Stetson Bennett, not a good quarterback. You can't. That was just luck. That was just whatever. Yada, yada, yada. Well, again, all we, the Georgia fans said amen to that. All the Georgia, yeah, I know, all the Georgia I know. fans but actually again, say, got on board. Bryce Young, this is, this is thanks to dog stats. Bryce Young, yards per attempt, 8.8. Stetson Bennett, 9.9. EPA, you can go over at dog stats and figure out all these analytics. Stetson is better than Bryce Young in these analytics, deep dive analytics of efficiency of passing attempts and what he's able to do. And you can dismiss those because you don't understand them. That's fine. I, I, I mean, look, when I'm you're not, when you're grabbing for the low-hanging Stetson fruit, I've already won the argument. So that's a public service announcement to you, Brandon, and to every listener out there. When you're grabbing for the low-hanging Stetson fruit, I've, I'm already on top. So it's not a big deal yeah. to me. Yeah, and also, this is the last comment on us going 10-2. to 2, When we say, no, 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 we have a good chance. He, why? And, and we come up with these responses. The response back to us is, oh, that's just a Homer answer. You're right, it's a Homer answer. And again, here's my point. If I go to a city that I've never covered or learned about or Google searched, and you live there, and you uh-huh. tell me where the best restaurant is, because Daniel could tell you where the best queso is in Nashville. He could take me there right now. He's probably going to pick yep. it up after we record. I'm literally okay? going to go there after we finish recording. Would you hurry up so that I can I leave? I know. Guess what? I'm going to trust That's Daniel on that pick. instead of That's a Homer pick, that queso or- recommendation. Just a homer pick. Educated or educated. That's our point. Hey, we're going to come back after this. We're going to talk about the defense since we lost Mm. so many players, Daniel. Well, this, he has a good point. He has a good point. There's no possible way the defense is going to be any good. Or is there? We're talking about this defense, um, the anatomy of an idiot. We're, We're on to phase three. And phase three is we've now said that... Your off your you your offensive line is not going to be better. Pl- people don't get better at football over time. That's just no. your feelings. No, we've we've covered. You can't go undefeated two years in a row because that's hard. So we've covered those two. Now let's. Co- what I think is the what you're going to hear this a lot this year, because it's the it's going to be the overwhelming national media narrative. And that is, you can't lose that much talent, Clint, 
to the NFL draft. You just can't do it and still be good. And so this defense, Clint, I don't know if you know this. You might want to brace yourself. It's going to fall off a cliff this year. And there's no way around it. Do you know why? Because, quote, an entire NFL roster's worth of defensive players were drafted into the NFL. Which, by the way, thank you for the compliment. Um, I see it, I see by reading through some of the comments that you don't know the difference between three stars, four stars, five stars, and JUCOs, but we can maybe cover that on a future episode. But we did lose to the NFL. It would make you believe that this defense any good this year. Let me go back again, Daniel, because, again, the, the <laughs> argument is this. You can't you – can't lose that much talent and be good. Well, sir, what if I was to tell you that actually Georgia's team last year, the 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 year we had the best defense in the history of college football, the year we won a national championship, we only returned of that team 39% of the previous year's team. Okay? 39%. Channing Tindall uh, was not getting a lot of run, Daniel, at all. Oh. So you're Back saying 2020, Ringo? you're saying 2020 versus 2021, it was a uh-huh. 39% return. Huge drop off on all those people we lost. Okay. Boy, oh boy. Do you know, do you know how much we return this year? We return 44%. We return more production from last year's historic defense than we okay. did gain, gain the defense. From the previous year. Do you, do you see what I'm saying? I'm saying we're getting more talent back than we did the previous year on which we had the greatest defense. And if there's a regression, if we aren't as good as last year, again, the best defense in the history of college football, of course, we're not going to be that. I, I don't anticipate us to be that. Do you? I don't think you'll find any Georgia fan that is purporting that that's what this year's Georgia team is going to be. Okay. But let's say we're like, I don't know, Daniel. 85% of that. Pretty good. Okay. 85% of the best defense ever. Again, Kirby Smart's defense year after year since he has been there for six years, Daniel, has always had a success rate against the against the offense of we win 40, we win 59% of the snaps against offense every single year since he's been there. Last year, we won a historic clip. This is just stupid how much. 68% of the time we won each snap, which is just stupid. Okay. Not going to be that we, again. No. Let's say we win 58% again. Do you know what year we won 58% of the snaps? We went to the Rose Bowl and we had hmm. one of the greatest college in football, the college playoff football games. Playoffs? In the college in football the, playoffs? That's the one, Daniel. The thing that we're not going to make? That's the one. Okay. Well, see, the thing about it is it just is lazy. It's, it's lazy. lazy. Because was there a lot of NFL talent? Yes, there was. 15. But in case you haven't heard, um, Jalen Carter, not a starter on last year's defense. Okay? Now, you're a fan of Devontae Wyatt. Are you or are you not? Love Devontae Wyatt. Love him. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Who's better, Jalen Carter or Devontae Wyatt? It's not particularly close. He's the best ask, defensive ask player. Ask anyone. Jalen. Ask anyone. Ask an, any, anyone. Ask Devontae Wyatt's mother, who's a better football player. 
Okay. Jalen Carter. Jalen Carter's better. Not a starter, though. So you lose all your starters on the defensive line. I don't know if you know that, Clint. You lose them all. <coughs> oh, yeah, that's true. Oh, but but you don't. You don't lose them all because oh. Jalen Carter coming back. Um he's back. Well, he's back. How about how about linebackers? Well, you lose them all, Clint. Oh, except except Nolan Smith. Nolan Smith, the anchor of the line core, he back. How about in the secondary? You lose them all, Clint. All oh, of them. Ex- except Christopher Smith and Keely Ringo, yep. they're both back. But it's not that, Clint. That's not the lazy part. The lazy part is that you're not even talking about people like Tyke Smith, mm-hmm. Clint. Tyke Smith, who was going to be a starter on that unit. Do you remember us talking about um, Tate Ratledge a few minutes ago? And then you replace Tate Ratledge with Tate Ratledge's backups. Do you think we were better or worse with Tate Ratledge's backups than we would have been with Tate Ratledge? Well, let me ask you the same question about Tyke Smith, Clint. Tyke mm-hmm. Smith injured and out the entire year, and now all of a sudden he matriculates himself back onto the field. And lo and behold, you have a presumed starter from his team who's back. So there's – there's more returning starters on this team than you are even aware are on the roster, sir. So, like, Georgia has lost a ton on defense. But to say that the cupboard is bare is the most laughable, idiotic thing in the world. Because, and this will be the final point I make on this, club. It, it, it needs to come from you. Uh, Thank you. College football is not communism. I don't know if you understand this, right? Are are you following me? College college football, it's July 4th is coming up. It's a couple weeks away. I hope you're making your plans. I hope you're getting ready to celebrate with friends and family. I hope you're getting ready to blow something up in a (laughs) safe but not too safe type of a way. Okay, you understand? Clutching them pearls. You got to clutch them pearls every so often. For you and the Lockdown Bulldogs podcast, I hope you're excited to celebrate the 4th of July. College football is not a communist situation. And by that, I mean you don't take all the talent and then just divvy it up between the football teams and then go out there and play the games. And so now all of a sudden, Georgia has lost all its talent, whereas look at other teams. They didn't have that many players drafted into the NFL. So clearly... That means they didn't lose as much talent. So clearly, that must mean that they have more talent remaining. But, Clint, when Elon Musk walks down the street sure. and he drops a few hundred dollar bills on the ground. Okay. Okay. And I walk down the street and I drop a nickel on the ground. Okay. Who lost Who lost more money, Clint? Uh, you, you did, Daniel. Oh, that's interesting. Who has more money still? Uh, more than anybody else in the world, Elon Musk. What if I were to tell you that George is the Elon Musk in this situation, uh, Brand? What, what if saying. I were to tell you that we we got a lot of players on the campus here? And so when we lose some, we did lose some. You were right about that. But we're not poor. You understand? Like there's not a lot of poverty in the program here no poverty here's my last statement and this is a direct plea 
to Brandon Walker himself. Brandon, if you're listening, I'm going to send you this link on Twitter, Brandon. I'm going to ask you to listen to the end all the way. I am open inviting you to come on Locked on Bulldogs and discuss all of these points to us. Be a heck of a time. Here's why we're not those little schleps that you push over with your stupid hypotheticals. And the Irish dude on on Twitter following you around like he is your fanboy won't be here to save you. (laughs) Everybody's got one. Everybody's got one. Everybody's got one. Everybody's got one. I have at my disposal actual facts, and you just have barstool bro dude with bets and calling us clowns and be better. How yeah, how can you be better? Actually come and compete right here on Locked On Bulldogs. That's my open invitation to you. Don't be lazy. Don't be stupid. I had to educate Josh late late night kick last year on this when he said Clemson was going to roll through us and Georgia is a joke and a clown show. And I came after him and oh, how'd that work out? I'm here, Brandon. I don't think I'm I heard the words. Man. I don't think I heard the words "joke" and "clown show," but that's how we're going to retell it. When we retell it, that's how. That's fine. That's that's how it comes I'm, out. Clint, I'm I don't know if you man, know this, but Brandon, but uh, he has more followers than us, and his show is listened to by more people than us, and so that means he's better than us. That's that you're going to get that. Colin, so just be ready Colin, for it. Colin Cowherd has a national TV program on which he doesn't know anything about sports. Skip Bayless, Stephen A. Smith, Brandon, these are your arguments. These are the people that you're hitching your wagon to by making that argument. Thanks so much. All right. Uh, we're the Locked on Bulldogs podcast. Brandon will never be on to defend himself, never, but go tell him we sent you, uh, and we will talk to you guys tomorrow.